Whittier, welcome back to the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California, the city we all call home. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business and embrace community. This podcast is 99.9% Whittier-centric. We talk about the city of Whittier, California and surrounding cities. If that is something that you enjoy, stick around. I think you're going to like the show. All right. So if you're a returning listener, thank you for uh, joining me again. I really appreciate it. And if you're a new listener, thanks for giving me a try. I really appreciate that as well on this uh, podcast. As I mentioned, it's very Whittier centric. We cover Whittier 99.9% of the time and, uh, you know, fill you in on what is going on here in the city of Whittier, California. And if you appreciate that stuff, if you like it, then uh, stick around. I think you're going to like the show. Now, uh, it's been really cold and rainy lately. Uh, Today is January 18th. It's a Wednesday. This is the day we upload the podcast. And uh, man, it's been cold lately. And I can't remember uh, a season being like this where it's just we're getting hit with rain and the cold and we're actually feeling the winter season. And it feels good. I'm actually loving it. I'm not really done with the rain yet. I know a lot of you probably are. You're sick of it. You want it to go away, but um, I'm not there yet. I really enjoy it, and uh, it's been it's been really nice actually to experience that. So I'm going to soak it all in because I know it's going to be a really hot summer. So um, I'm keeping that in mind when I'm bundled up at night, got my blanket on, got my Netflix, got my tea. You know, I'm appreciating it because I know it's going to be a hot summer. Now, um, just wanted to cover a few things while I have you, while I have your attention. A lot of you send me uh, lost dog information, and I appreciate that. I have a dog, and I don't know what I would do if my dog ran away or was lost. I'd freaking lose it. Sammy, my dog Sammy is my heart. That dog is my kid. I don't have kids. I have a fur baby, and that's Sammy. And I love that dog with all my heart. Uh, He's my best friend. So I get it. When you guys send me lost dog information on Instagram, I appreciate it, and I get it. But I don't post dog recovery stuff on my Instagram page about... Eight years ago, I started a Facebook page called the My Whittier Doggy Recovery page. And it's a self-run page at this point. I created it. You guys are welcome to post your lost dog information on there. And that's the best way to, um, you know, get your lost dog information out to the public. It's a really great page. And um, I don't really manage that page. And in other words, I don't answer questions. I don't get involved with that. I just have it there for you to upload your information. You get in touch with other followers and other people. 
and you exchange your information and hopefully recover your dog. We've recovered a ton of dogs on that page. And that's the best way to do it. So like a lot of you will send me stuff on Instagram and you won't include your phone number or you'll say something like, you know, the dog's over here on this street. Um, can you post? And that just, from my experience, it opens up a whole can of worms because there's no contact information. They'll start contacting you. You don't know what's going on because you just took a picture of the dog on a certain street and you're not involved anymore. And it just goes nowhere. It's really frustrating for the, um, the people that are trying to help out. So that's why I really don't do it on Instagram because it would, I would just be inundated with uh, dog posts and um, can't have that. So my Whittier doggy recovery page on Facebook, check it out. If you ever have a lost dog, um, you know, we could post it there, but just for future reference, if you do uh, contact me or anyone else, or if you put information about your lost dog, make sure and uh, include the area that the dog was lost in include your phone number or email so they can contact you directly and any relevant information. If you're really vague about it, it's just, it's just not going to help you out at all. So that's just kind of my, my two cents regarding doggy recovery stuff. So um, make sure and check out my doggy recovery page. It may help you down the road. And that's kind of the rule of thumb that I have on my platforms with uh, GoFundMe. I don't share any direct links uh, for GoFundMe pages, not because I don't want to, but just because I don't know a lot of the times where the money is going, who started the GoFundMe, all of that stuff. You know, I just um, over the years, I've been doing this for 11 years, so I'm really, really cautious about that. I don't want to ask my followers for money if i don't know exactly where the where the money's going and who the source is um, but on this podcast we will move forward and we will share relevant gofundme pages that are vetted you know uh pages that we know uh, the people behind it and where the money's going and stuff like that but on the social media platforms i just don't do it i get asked a lot and i i my heart goes out to everybody that um you know needs that money to go towards whatever situation is at hand but um, i would be spamming you with that information um, if i uploaded everybody's uh, gofundme request um so yeah but i will on this podcast like i said i will talk about it talk about gofundme pages that are relevant that have been vetted such as the maya inamoto situation uh maya is the daughter of Jason Inamoto. He is the owner of Dakara Sushi, and we shared that information last week. You could go to GoFundMe.com and search that information. It's under Maya, M-A-Y-A, Inamoto. And if you want to uh, give a donation, she has brain cancer and she has tumors, and we just found out about that. It's heartbreaking when anyone has... Uh, gets the knowledge that they have cancer, but it's even more heart-wrenching when it's a, a child. So um, if you want to help out, you can go there. Um, a big shout-out to 
MSF uh, boot camp or MSF fitness. They started a boot camp for Maya last weekend and uh, it did really well. There's a lot of people there. A lot of people turned out. So Mike Surreal is huge on helping the community out and he put that together really, really quickly. And it was a huge turnout. Him and Adina do a great job at MSF fitness. So, um, Shout out to you, Mike. That was excellent and great work. And it was just uh, amazing to see the community come out for Maya. And we are all praying for her and sending good vibes to the Inamoto family. So when I say the uh, My Whittier platform, I'm talking about uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and of course, this podcast. And you can go to mywhittier.com. That's kind of the landing page for everything that we do. And so the YouTube channel is up and rolling this year, and we are uploading a video every week. Last week, we did two videos, and I don't know if you saw the video about the uh, property on Hadley and Gregory Street, Gregory Avenue, over um, by Whittier High School. So a realty company bought the small little uh, I guess you could say building on the corner right there on the corner of Hadley and Gregory. And it was an upholstery shop, a barber shop. It's been a few things over the years, but it was an upholstery shop, shop for many, many years. And uh, I have driven past that place a bazillion times. I think I've even went inside when it was upholstery shop, took some photos back in the day. You guys drive by it all the time. But um, so recently it was purchased and they started to renovate the building. And as they're renovating the building, they started to tear off the, the siding on the side of the building, you know, taking off the wood siding because they're getting ready to paint it. And um, turns out it was a market, a market back in the 1920s, 1930s. The signage on the building says independent market. And um, there was a big painting on the side. And um, yeah, it, to, to everybody's surprise, it unearthed some vintage signage. Beautiful vintage signage. You could see it. So, of course, you know, that kind of stuff piqued my interest. And I, I went down there to check it out. Before I went down there, though, uh, on Instagram, the Latino sports guy hit me up and sent me the picture that he took. And I was like, whoa, what is that? And I learned the information. So later on that afternoon, I went down there because I was thinking to myself, if these guys are going to cover this, I need to get some video footage of it. And that's exactly what I did. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, My Whittier TV, I uploaded that short video last week. Well, it wasn't my best video. There's a few mistakes on there, but it is what it is. We live, we learn, right? But you get the gist of it. I got really good uh, shots of the of the building, and um, I don't know. Like I said, we're it's the 18th of January right now. I don't know if it's been covered. I wanted to drive by there. I drove by there this weekend, and there was plastic all over. The building they, they wrapped it in plastic because i believe it was leaking pretty badly 
so they had to cover that up. But I, I don't know um, if they actually went forward and covered the whole building and painted it because uh, when I was there, they got halfway through it and there was a lady that was trying to stop them from moving forward with the work on the outside, the exterior. She pulled up, got out of her car and was telling the workers to stop that they needed permits and they couldn't cover it. And um, I could understand her frustration. You know, there's a historic or vintage signage that was just discovered and they're, they're just going to cover it up and paint over it. Um, I don't think legally that she could stop them or anybody could stop them. As far as I know, I don't think there's any um, kind of law in place that would prevent them from doing that. But um, if it was me and that was discovered I don't know if I'd leave it there. Obviously, they're a real estate company. They want it to look nice. And uh, they want to move forward with their new business model. But I, I think there would be a way to take off those wood panels and transfer those to the Whittier Museum somehow, you know, and they could put it together like a like a puzzle, just kind of like display them somehow or some way. Um. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. I mean, if it was my business, I would, you know, just because I'm my Whittier and I love stuff like this, I would probably try and find a way to incorporate that into my business model and kind of use it to my advantage. You know, stuff like that is just, um, you don't, you don't find stuff like that. Original pieces of basically art from the 1920s, 1930s. And if you kind of uh, refurbished it and reintroduced it, maybe had it repainted and kind of kept it original, I think that would do more for your business than um, making it look like every place else in the city. You know? I mean, it, if it was left alone and you saw that you would have to stop and get out and take pictures and just kind of appreciate it and you know maybe venture into the real estate office and find out what's going on you got to have every take every advantage you can in today's market right so that's uh marketing right there but we will see what's happening, but it is on the YouTube channel for you to see forever and ever and ever. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that place. Really cool stuff, though. I love when stuff like that happens here in the city of Whittier. Surprisingly enough, I haven't really uh, been out eating much. I went to Jack's this weekend and grabbed the Super Burger one of the best burgers in Whittier, hands down. It's kind of, uh, it's got like steak. It's like a steak burger almost. It's charred and it is really, really good. It reminds me of the Chris and Pitts uh, burger that they used to serve. 
and it's huge. It's big. It's delicious. If you like a, a steak flavor, charbroiled flavor, a huge burger, uh, I would suggest grabbing that one because it's it's really really good. Uh, but other than that, haven't really um, did any TikToks, any Instagram reels on food. This week it's been uh, oatmeal in the morning. All three days, I did uh, oatmeal. I do oatmeal with some walnuts and blueberries, honey, and this organic creamy peanut butter. And I pour that on top. I don't have any um, flax right now, but uh, I do incorporate that as well. But man, that's good. That's a good bowl of oatmeal right there. Nice and hot. And you get a little bit of that peanut butter and honey and blueberries and walnuts mixed in there. And it makes for a good breakfast. It's not as good as my blueberry muffin or glazed donuts that I love. You know, it's not as good as that stuff, but it's better for me. If you catch my drift, um, I got to get away from that sugar, man. I I was just on a binge during the holidays. And um, I will have some, you know, sugar a little bit here and there. But starting off my day right out of the gate with that is probably not the best idea. So sticking with the oatmeal this week and coffee. And uh, I actually been feeling pretty good. So that's good. Um. But I did a YouTube video, and I actually, it's ready for upload any minute here. This has been a crazy week. I'm, I'm doing the video, I'm doing this podcast, and I'm really burning it on both ends. But the latest video that's going to drop today is uh, regards to the Olive Grove Cemetery in Santa Fe Springs. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that place. It's that little tiny cemetery. If you go up Painter South on Painter and you get right to kind of the border of Santa Fe Springs and you make a right where Painter turns to the right and Carmenita goes forward, it's over there by that 7-Eleven, the Del Taco, past uh, Frontier High School. A lot of you are familiar with Frontier High School. You went there. But... um, there's a little cemetery out there. And for the longest time, I would do a double take. I'd be like, what the heck is a cemetery doing out here? All these, all these industry, all this business, uh, all these companies are out here, all this business buildings out here. And then there's this little tiny cemetery. What is the dealio? Well, I kind of know what the deal is because I did some research on it way back in the day, but I kind of, went back to it just to kind of refresh my memory and drop this video for you. And it was pretty interesting, actually. Um, There's a YouTube channel called Grave Explorations, and he did a really nice video on this subject six years ago. And I kind of piggybacked off that one and got some information from him. And then um, CandyNash.com. She's a local realtor here, and she was born and raised in Whittier, and she's a big-time Whittier advocate. She did a little blog post last year 
on the Olive Grove Cemetery. So I threw my hat into the ring and wanted to post a video up on my page that, uh, you know, talked about the, the cemetery. A lot of you have asked me over the years what the deal is. And there's a lot of misinformation out there of, uh, as to what it is, who owns it and all that stuff. So I thought, you know what, let's do a video. Let's do a video and inform people on what is going on here. So basically in 1889, a group of German Baptist farmers ventured from Los Angeles to Whittier. It was Whittier at the time. And uh, they settled here and they bought three and a half acres of land. And um, at the time it was a lot of orange groves and oil wells as far as the eye could see talking 1889 here they were also known as the dunkards because they are dunkers because they performed full body immersion baptisms so um over time they they built a little church and uh, the church was called the new river meeting house it's no longer here i think it was torn down in like 2005 but yeah, they settled here for many, many decades. And um, fast forward to 1970, the church numbers diminished and the area was just inundated with business, turned into an industrial area. And so it kind of squeezed the dunkers out. So in 1970, they moved on. But they left the cemetery behind obviously you can't you can't take it with you so they moved on and so that is an actual relic from Whittier's past I mean we're talking 1889 people is when they settled here and um, that is like mind-boggling to think about the cemetery was built in 1893. And so that has been here for quite some time. After 1970, the Bible Missionary Church took over and they maintained the cemetery and the church. But uh, in 2005, they moved on as well. And the church was demoed, and uh, that was the last of that. So the cemetery's still there. I went in, and uh, it was Sunday. It was raining, it was cold, and it was Sunday afternoon. I thought to myself, you know what? I want to go down there and check it out. I don't know why I wanted to do it on Sunday. In the afternoon, it was freezing, but I just did. So I went down there and walked inside the cemetery, and I was looking at all the markers. Um, according to the Whittier Area Genealogical Society, WAGS, there's 165 internments there, 165 burials. 
And a lot of it, it's covered right now because the grass is growing like weeds because um, the rain, the rain just like watered that whole area. Normally it's just dry and you can see every marker, but um, the rain came in and just, it's overgrown now. And a lot of the markers are covered, but um, obviously you could still see a lot of them. A lot of them are marble. Some of them are just kind of um, cement. Some of them look like just rocks, you know, old rocks that are just like marked. There's a, there's a body here. There's no name or anything. It's just unidentifiable, but very interesting. I mean, these are early, early, early markers. I mean, they just go back to the late 1800s and um, your, your mind kind of just wanders when you're looking at that stuff. You're thinking to myself, wow, this is like, I mean, these people were here decades and decades and decades ago and they settled here and um they thought to themselves they had had it all you know they had their barley field they were farming they had their church they settled here and um they probably thought they had all they needed forever and as we know things change and um the dunkers moved on but the cemetery is still here. I don't know who volunteers to take care of the cemetery. I, I saw somebody um, across the street when I did the video, and they said that there is somebody that comes through and mows the lawn and you know takes care of the place. I don't know who that is at this point, but um, that's good to know. At least we know that somebody's there taking care of it. But what a... What a piece of Whittier history. And if you ever want to go take a literal trip down Whittier's past, you know, you want to go down memory lane for real, you can go to the cemetery and take a walk around and pay your respects to the Dunkers of Whittier, California. It is a trip. And uh, now it kind of makes sense to why, as to why that cemetery is there. Obviously, it was there before anything in that area was there. And um, as we know, you can't move bodies. You can't move bodies without having consent from family. You know, people that give you consent to move bodies to somewhere else. Um, as we talked about in previous podcasts with Foo Hauser. Foo, what's up, man? Um, you can't move bodies. That's why Founders Memorial Park um, left the bodies there. So that's the deal with Olive Grove Cemetery. Now, um, if you want to check out that video, like I said, Grave Explorations did a, a little four-minute video. He's really informative. I'm not a historian. You know, I don't – I was horrible in school. And uh, I'm not really great at the history thing, but there are things that definitely interest me and I will, um, you know, research a little bit and check it out and relay that information to you. If you want to deep dive and go a little deeper, you can do that. But um, very interesting stuff, though. It is. It is really cool to learn about the things here in the area and get a little context 
because sometimes they'll drive by someplace and you'll you'll wonder what the heck's going on. You know, what's it doing there? So that's the dealio with the Olive Grove Cemetery. Check out the video if you get a chance and subscribe to the channel. I'd really appreciate it. All right. I don't want to harp on this, but did you start yet? Did you start your podcast? Did you start your YouTube channel? Did you start your small business? Did you start your passion project yet? Yeah. So we're about three weeks into the year here and um, you're good to go. You know, just uh, get in there and start it up. Start your uh, social media platform, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube or TikTok. Um, like I said, your podcast, I had another person, um, hit me up and say that they were starting their podcast because of the show, because of this show. And, um, that makes me feel really good because there is a lot of talent out there, out here in Whittier, talented artists, talented, uh, entrepreneurs, cooks makers bakers and um i'd like to see you guys uh get involved start your show start your whatever you can do it if i can do it you can do it seriously and um i know that a lot of you are afraid of being judged and if it's not going to be good it's not going to be perfect it's it's this it's that hey don't worry about that don't chase perfection i actually uploaded the uh video of the old building the building with the old signage that was just discovered and i made like three mistakes that were in that short short video and for a minute there i was really bummed out and I wanted to take it down and redo it, but I just left it there because that's just another lesson for me. I got to slow down. I rushed it. I rushed that video and got it up so I could, you know, that's why I made those mistakes. But it's going to happen. And you move on and you try and make the next one better. And that's kind of uh, the mantra. So if you're out there. You have special talents. You have um, expertise in a certain area. doesn't matter what age you are. You can do it. Make it happen. Don't wait. I totally believe in you. I think you could do it. Seriously. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch base on that every other show because I want you guys to get out there and do it. And don't do it for the money. You know, there's a lot of you out there, you sit at home with your friends and you brainstorm on how to make money, how to make money, how to make money, how to make money. I get it. You know, everybody wants money. Everybody wants to be an overnight success. I get it. I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. But um, when you start something for the love of it, you start something because you absolutely love doing it. That's a completely different ball game. You're going to have much more success, much more satisfaction when you do that. If you really enjoy what you're doing, you're going to really, really make serious gains. And if you do it the opposite way, you're just doing something for money. Um, most people could see right through that. 
just doesn't come off authentic. So pick something you're good at and uh, start. And um, it'll start small. And it'll take some time to grow. But that's the way you should do it. Trust me. And um, I hope that you will do it. And if you reach out to me and let me know if you need any help, I got you covered. I I will definitely uh, help you out in any way I can. That leads me to another topic, which is I need feedback. How do we get feedback on this podcast? Some of you uh, will direct message me and let me know that you listen to the podcast and you'll offer your feedback that way. And I really appreciate that, by the way. Thank you for that. But um, there's real. I mean, the platform is anchor.fm. That's the homepage. And that's where you could leave me feedback direct which would be great, but I know a lot of you don't listen on Anchor. You listen on Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio. So there's no real home base where we could all talk about this podcast and uh, exchange ideas because I really want to tailor make this podcast for you, the Whittier listener, the Whittier California listener. So um, trying to find out what you guys want to hear more of and uh, what topics you want me to cover. That'd be really helpful. So if you have any ideas on how to do that, how to make that happen, let me know. I'd really appreciate it because um, feedback is everything good, bad, indifferent, anything you have to add or say, I would love to um, hear it because that just makes the show that much better. And um, when you're uploading weekly, that information is really valuable. So uh, direct message me. Let me know what your thoughts are on this podcast, and I'd really appreciate that. Okay, Des Velados on, uh, on Greenleaf in Whittier, Uptown Whittier. They just opened up uh, Friday. I think there was a soft opening on Friday. And um, mixed reviews from what I gather, but it's early. Obviously, soft openings are always a little shaky, but um, you can follow them on Instagram, Tacos Los Desvelados, and they have uh, locations in Maywood, West Covina, Glendale, Pasadena, and Whittier. Whittier was the latest one to open, and they are located at 6741 Greenleaf Avenue in Uptown Whittier. It was the previously the bottle room. If you guys remember that. And um, they go hard on their hours. 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And Friday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. I'm sorry. Friday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Which is uh, pretty strong. Open seven days a week. Open up to 11 p.m. on a Sunday. So that's pretty strong. I like that. But I haven't been down there yet. And if you have, let me know what you think. And then we have uh, Bricks and Mini Figs in Whittier. The Lego spot that's opening up and creating a lot of buzz. 15334 Whittier Boulevard. Whittier 90603, right next to Scotty's Restaurant in that 
that little strip mall there. And um, yeah, Legos, they buy, sell, and trade. They are opening soon, guys. Opening day is coming soon. And apparently on opening day, there's going to be prizes, raffles, and an Elvis impersonator rocking some tunes. So it's going to be a big deal. And uh, a lot of you have contacted me in regard to this place. You want info. You want the deets. And that's all I got right now. But I could tell you this. I'm going to be one of the first ones to see this place. I promise you that. And I will bring that to you as soon as that happens. But um, those are the two spots that are creating a little bit of buzz right now in the city. And again, if you check out those tacos over at uh, Desvelados, let me know what's up. By the way, if you're a restaurant owner or maybe you have a small business, maybe you are doing some Valentine's Day specials out there, let me know. If you're a crafter, you're a baker, let me know what's going on so that we can feature you guys on the next show, give you a little shout out, let people know what's out there. I know a lot of you contact me and ask me this question. So if you are someone that is doing something or you know of something happening for Valentine's Day, let me know. Let me know. We'll get you we'll get you a shout out and let the people know what's going on here in the city of Whittier. I know that I'm doing my um, special Valentine's Day coffee mugs, and we're going to offer a box of seized candy with that as well. There's going to be two, two sizes of mugs, a large and a, and a regular. And then we're going to have a box of C's candy, which is great. It's a great value. And then um, there's going to actually be two styles of mugs that we're going to offer. And they're super new and super cool. And I really, I'm really, really happy with them. So um, look out for those. I'm hoping next week those will be available. So um, make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok for that. But yeah, if you know of anybody doing anything or if you're doing something and you want the people to know about it, make sure and contact me and I will do my best to get you on the next podcast. All right, guys, that just about does it for this week's episode. I really appreciate you hanging in there. If you're still with me, that means you are a true supporter of the My Whittier podcast, and I cannot thank you guys enough. So I really appreciate that. It reminds me of uh, the time I started My Whittier. It was like over nine or ten years ago, about nine, year, nine years ago. Um, I was selling a shirt and hat that I made at the Walnut Tree Festival. It was across the street from King Richard's on that little grassy, grassy patch right there by the walnut tree. And there was a festival there and I signed up and I got a little table and put my shirt and my hat out there. And um, I waited and I waited for somebody to come along and see what I had and buy a shirt or hat. And um, sure enough, somebody did. Somebody came and bought a shirt somebody I didn't know and um, I was totally geeked out by that I was just I was just so happy that one person that I didn't know actually saw what I made 
and bought it. And that's exactly how I feel every single day when I drop a podcast or a video or make a product and you guys buy it or like it or reach out to me and let me know that you uh, enjoy what I'm doing. That's exact. I still have that same feeling of uh, happiness inside when, when that happens. So thank you. Sincerely, I appreciate it. It's never going to get old for me. I um, do not take your support lightly at all. So thank you for that. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and find us at mywittier.com. That's a landing page for everything that we do. And uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're having a tough time with, Keep going. Do not quit. Do not quit. Just keep pushing forward. Take one step at a time. Sometimes you can run. Sometimes you can jog. Sometimes you have to walk. And sometimes you got to crawl. But keep moving forward every single day because it's going to get better. Don't worry about what you lost. Worry about what you have and what you're going to gain moving forward. And um, that's how I try to live my life every single day. It's not all roses, but I can tell you what, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep being positive. And uh, when you do that, good things definitely will happen for you. All right. So thank you for listening to the podcast. I will catch you guys next week on the My Whittier Podcast. See ya.